Hello everyone, and welcome to Heading North. My name's Nick. I'll be your host for these lovely once-a-week episodes, all about outdoor recreation, as well as traveling, and so much more. So before we really get into the uh, brunt of these episodes, I want to give you a little bit of history on myself, just so you know who you're talking to and know who you might be getting some advice from, or be arguing, because this is podcast world. Again, I'm Nick. I uh, grew up as a Boy Scout, uh, went all the way through. Uh, My father was a Scoutmaster, friends were in Scouts, and really enjoyed the outdoors. Once I got older, I turned that into becoming a state park ranger for the state of Connecticut and uh, got a chance to explore a more nocturnal side of nature as I was a third shift ranger and spent most of my nights walking around in the woods by myself and uh, no flashlights. Fast forward now, I'm a salesman for uh, Red Bull Distribution Company. I'm actually a sales manager and I still try to find as much time as humanly possible to spend out in nature. I camp as much as possible, hike as much as possible, and do everything in between. As I've stated, this episode and the show is going to be very much about traveling and uh, doing those things. And as it pertains to the name of the show, Heading North, I recently moved from the state of Connecticut all the way out to uh, the upper state part of Minnesota uh, called Duluth, Minnesota. If you guys know Bob Dylan, you might know that name. Getting up here has really shown me just what is left for nature in this country, let alone this world. And let me tell you guys, it's phenomenal. I have from the city of Duluth all the way up about three hours north of me is Canada. Everything in between there is nothing but trails, nature, uh, Lake Superior, and everything in between. I can't tell you how many waterfalls I get to see on a regular basis, and it's been so much fun. A lot of people when they travel or when they move to a new place really have a hard time acclimating and adventuring and finding things that are around them. This episode is going to be kind of geared towards you as it would pertain to the way that I I made my move and I have made my moves and traveled in the past. The first bit of advice if you are looking for it is, is don't be afraid to go out and do things by yourself, whether that's going to see a movie or going out to eat or hiking a 19-mile trail to the Canadian border. These things are out there, especially if you're doing natural things. One of the biggest tools that I've found over the years, um, and everyone can say there is an app for that, it's called the All Trails app. You can get that on Google as well as Apple uh, stores. And that is such a useful tool in finding hiking trails around me. Uh, pretty much you pull up the app, you can even look right on the map, and it shows you a detailed list of hikes with other reviews from other hikers. I have found, I think I'm at like a few thousand miles using this app just in reference to how many trails there are available. So I've really been using that, especially going up the North Shore, going down Temperance River, or going to the uh, Grand Portage uh, Trek, which takes you all the way up to the Boundary Waters in that border with Minnesota and Canada. That's, like I said, been just such a useful tool because really it gives you an opportunity to find these places without really knowing anyone to tell you where to go. It's your own online hiking community. One thing I can say about being in the North, and I think just in the Midwest in general, as I've travel- I'm traveling more out here, and I am hiking so much more out here is that everyone on the trail is so kind and is ready to uh, talk with you and tell you about the next spot that you should check out. I mean, you can walk into a store out here and say, hey, where should I go hiking? And they will tell you. They'll probably give you a list of five. If you use all trails, you might have already done three of those, but it's really great to just kind of experience this community that is on an application for outdoorsy people who would have thought. Um, But other than that, you know, really traveling in general doesn't always have to do with the outdoors. I know this past weekend I went to Green Bay and had never been, knew no one, and really didn't have any point of reference of things to do and 
Google obviously was a huge tool. Um, we also talked to the shuttle driver from our hotel that brought us downtown and really just decided that we were going to start a starting point and have no ending point. So you start at point A and you just walk and you look, you see a store you like, you see a restaurant you like, you stop in and that's okay. And it's okay to do it by yourself. I can't tell you one, how much cheaper it is and two, how freeing and calming it can be just to sit down, read a book, catch up on some emails, get you know a drink or have a snack or even just walk into a store, even if you're just window shopping and walk around and experience that. And I'm sure if you have a good customer service oriented staff and or owner, they're definitely going to talk to you and boom, all of a sudden you have a new idea. You know where to go next. And um, for all you introverts, that's okay too, because if you just, and I, I don't want to say that's okay because I, I don't necessarily under stand being introverted as I'm an extrovert you can still walk around and you know yes if they say hi hi again and then you kind of go on your merry way find a new antique shop or a record shop or um you know a new clothing area anything that you really check out you know it's a great way to just kind of experience things without knowing anyone in an area I can't really tell you how freeing it is I guess I I've already used that word once in this conversation but it's just such a freeing experience to get out and experience those things on your own and sometimes it's tough if you move with a, a partner or a friend or anything like that, you know, you also have this other person that can kind of join you for these adventures. And you, you got two heads looking at Google, two heads looking around the street and two different ideologies and passions and, and hobbies can come together to cause you guys to find new things. I know on Saturday night, like I said, we were in Pittsburgh, we found Player Two, it's an arcade bar. And really, it's just arcades from the you know 70s on or arcade machines, excuse me, from the 70s on pinball. I played a bunch of Tron, different stuff like that, that um, just kind of gave us something to do and you get a $10 cup of tokens and, and a couple of drinks and you can enjoy that. I know we also went to a uh, coffee shop and forgive me if I mispronounce this, all you guys out in Pittsburgh, Carvana. And I, what I thought was just going to be a coffee shop, did lunch, did all these great organic things. I think my plate was pita, vegetables and hummus and obviously a, a great cup of pour over coffee and just uh, sat down. Again, I, I read my book and, and and we looked out the window and it was just something great to do. And I, I really implore you guys to not just move to a new place and become a recluse, even if it's just going outside, which isn't just a just because let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably enjoy the outdoors just about as much if I, as I do, if not more. Um, but there's definitely lots of things to do. Just don't stay in your house. I, I know that everything in your body is going to tell you, hey, you know, it's a new place. I don't know anyone. I'm just going to stay home, order in. And that's fine. That's fun. Um, I always make a joke when people ask me how I've done so much and, you know, such a little amount of time of being out here. My joke is usually, well, you can only uh, drink by yourself at the bar so many times before you start finding other things to do. And that's really what it was. It was, it was. I got out here. I explored the city of Duluth, which is about 86,000 people. So it's, it's not a small city. It's also not a large city. Also, fun fact, it is the second hilly city to our western partner who was first it's like i said right up on the north shore of lake superior but i i spent probably two three weeks just kind of exploring downtown exploring canal park and i realized all right well i've done everything that kind of fits my mo what's next and that's really i remember i had the all trails app and i've used it plenty of times i don't want to say that i just had it on my phone and and didn't use it uh back home in connecticut but it, it became this tool where i was saving hikes and everything like that and even now i acquired a location uh for work that's south of us about five hours still in Minnesota, which from an East Coaster um, north of, I'm going to say Maryland, uh, wouldn't understand that that is, yes, still one state, not five. And I started kind of saving trails that were on my way down or that were down there. And 
even down there, I got to just kind of walk around and didn't have a starting point when I got into that little city of Marshall. And I walked, I found this great coffee spot, not for like a cup of coffee, but um, ground and or just brewed or not brewed, but um, roasted coffee called Columbia Exchange from all over the, the world. They get coffee and they also have other delicacies. And it's it's been great getting to talk to the owners and try new coffees from different areas from a great roaster. Um, but yeah, so back to the All Trails thing. You get down there and I found a few state parks, was able to do that, was also able to get out. It wasn't just, all right, Tuesday night's a $5 movie night. I'm going to go do that. It was, all right, I'm going to go for a hike before I do that and get outside and relieve some of those stresses of my day and being in a place that I don't know and staying in a hotel gives me something to do to be out. And it's it's really something to do there. But, uh, you know, I, I don't want to stay too much on my soapbox as far as traveling. The one thing I can implore you is to uh, get out and do so. And when you do so, actually make sure you check things out besides your resort or bed and breakfast or wherever you stay. I want to get into the meat of this episode really and talk about ways to kind of get yourself into hiking if you've moved to a new place or you're deciding to pick up an all trails app or anything like that you're going to need to know a little bit of what to do Um, i'm sure plenty of you just you know hiked when you were younger and are getting out and or just had a really busy year or two that you know has caused you not to be able to or just covid you decided to stay in and not experience some of the natural things that don't involve people anywhere near uh six feet away from you you're just getting out there. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I can say is, is know where you're going. Even if you don't use the all trails app, try to find a map. If it's a paper map, most gas stations by a lot of prominent hiking trails will have a map of the trails. At least know where you're going, know how you can get back. Because, you know, as someone who hiked when I was younger and, and took a little time not doing so, I can definitely say to you, there's a confidence level that you have coming back into hiking and exploring in the wilderness. You should never be confident when you hike or when you're out in the woods or a forest or anything natural like that because you don't know everything that can come and you're also not prepared for everything. Even some of the most experienced people aren't going to be prepared for everything. Extremely important. Make sure that you guys have the proper footwear. I can't stress that enough. Whether it's a pair of sneakers, sometimes I'll wear a pair of sandals with some wool socks, um, depending on the trail, if it's an easier trail. If you know you start getting into some of those more moderate or expert trails, or even just trails that are a little bit tougher or a little bit wet, have a pair of waterproof sneakers and or a pair of boots. And you don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money, even if you just go to Walmart and buy a pair of you know cheaper uh, hiking boots. Have something for your feet. I can't tell you, I, I got out here and I had a pair of trail runners that weren't waterproof and got into a really muddy trail. It, was, it said it was an easy trail on my app, but uh, I was actually a little bit more of a moderate to an advanced trail. And I got my feet soaked and muddy and it was slippery and it made what would have been such a beautiful hike and was a beautiful hike a lot more of a pain in the butt than I was really hoping it would be. So those are a couple, you know, huge tips that I can say just kind of getting onto the trail for the first time after a while. Definitely have those things. Other than that, you know, when you get out, take your time and enjoy everything around you. Um, most times on a trail, we're looking at for trail markers or blazes or just making sure that we're getting around. But if you can actually slow down, take a stop, plan a break halfway through and really just see what there is to see on that trail, I, I think you'll experience it in a way that you might not have you know, seen a trail or a, a natural resource before. Uh, we went to the Bean and Bear uh, Lake Loop, which is two lakes that are connected to each other uh, very, very lightly um, that had three overlooks. And this is actually the one that I'm talking about where my feet got destroyed and my shoes got really messed up. We uh, decided to take a break for a snack at the top of one of the higher points in Overlook. And then I think it was the second phase we stopped and had lunch. And it was a 10 mile hike. So obviously, you know, there was three of us on board, one of which was under five. So really had to make sure that he could get through the 10 mile hike. It gave us a chance to really experience 
where we were. And I, I take a lot of photos when I'm hiking. You guys will notice if you hop on the Heading North podcast Instagram, you'll see a lot, a lot, a lot of hiking and outdoor pho- photography. Before I really got into doing stuff like that, I would just kind of find a hike, say, all right, I need to turn at this blaze and turn at this trail. And this is how I get back. It's, it's only going to be about a half hour hike, you know, for a mile, mile and a half, two mile. And I realized in being able to stop at a, a trail like Bean and Bear and really take in the natural resources around me that, wow, this is beautiful. It, it's it's something more than myself. It's something larger. It's such a natural place that has barely been touched. And just to be able to see that and and take it in and, and relax, have a snack, have, have lunch. And it's almost like a, a natural meditation. It's it's calming yet exciting, which is such a weird conflicting set of emotions. But they're all there when you get out on these trails. And it's, it's something that I can't recommend enough is just to take your time while you are out there, especially if you're just moving to a new place or if you're not from the area where you're hiking, like you've got time. As long as obviously you stay, you know, between sunrise and sunset, so you're not getting stuck walking around somewhere you don't know in the dark with predators you don't know in the dark, you can really take your time. You know, it doesn't have to be if if you download an app or a map says it should only take two hours, let it take three. Let it take three and a half. That's okay. And also too, you're letting your body get used to doing these motions and hiking again. It allows you to start building up those muscles um, and getting that muscle memory for moving through rocky areas or watery areas or just balancing. It also allows you to have rest in between doing so. So there's another great tip that I would have to say as far as hiking and being outdoors. And again, I don't want to sit too much on a soapbox as far as why you should get out. But really nature is the best therapy in my opinion. The world is busy, everything is moving, and you really can't stop it from moving. So when you get out in nature, that's your one point to really kind of stop the world and and take your time. Uh, Another great big trail that I did was the Grand Portage Trail. Now, like I said, that's from Grand Portage, Minnesota. It's the northern tip of Minnesota, and it hikes northwest across the northern tip of Minnesota on the superior side and meets up with the Boundary Waters. And that was a 19.7 mile hike. I got there at seven o'clock in the morning. I knew I had my, my amount of time. That one I did rush uh, just because I real, was starting to realize, man, it's going to get dark soon. And this was before I realized it gets dark a little bit later in the summertime out here, uh, right around the tune of like eight to nine o'clock. It's, it's kind of interesting when you're trying to go to bed early. I, I started racing against time and I was tired. I called a friend at the time, girlfriend now, um, and said, hey, like this is this is a lot. And she even said, like, I can tell you're, you're pretty beat up and I haven't heard you like this on a trail and I do a lot of hiking. So to be able to say that is a lot, but really know your limits. You don't have to go do the biggest, baddest hike. If you find a one mile, even a 0.5 out, 0.5 back hike, that's okay. It's still hiking. You're still out in nature and it's still going to be a good time and you're still going to see some beautiful spots. There's a trail about three blocks from me that is 1.2 miles and in those 1.2 miles there are four waterfalls as well as three different cliff features uh those photos i do think i have a couple on there from congdon park on uh the instagram that's short amount of time and that's literally so 1.2 so it's 0.6 miles out 0.6 miles back and there's that many waterfalls and natural features and let me just tell you the sound of that running water and even though i'm in a, a pretty populated and and noisy city being there it drowned it out everything else around the area and it it really made for such a great experience and and a great meditation period as i was just getting out of work and needed needed to kind of relax and it it was a great time and again I had just moved out here, so I didn't have a whole lot to do. So that hour of time where I stopped, took pictures, relaxed, sat on a cliff and listened to the waterfalls, that killed a lot of time for my night until I can get back into my routine of getting ready, putting on a show or reading my book. And it was definitely a great way for me to kind of find things to do 
at the beginning of my stay out here for the first couple months. And now it's just become more of a passion again, like it was when I was a ranger and, and even a couple years ago before COVID really took its hold. That really sums it up for episode number one of Heading North Podcast. I really look forward to you guys listening in to the next nine episodes that'll be airing once a week. If you guys want to find out more about Heading North Podcast, head over to headingnorthpodcast.com. You can also search for us on Instagram, just search Heading North Podcast, and we're on Facebook as well. And if you want to support what we do here, then make sure you head over to patreon.com forward slash Heading North Podcast and subscribe. Other than that, guys, check us out on Spotify. Make sure you rate and review. That really helps us stay up on the trackers, and we'll talk to you next week.